This season is brought to you by our great friends at Bloomerang. At Bloomerang, their vision is to empower fundraisers to do what they love and build a world inspired by giving, which all starts with their mission and commitment to fundraisers, making fundraising easier, fostering authentic donor relationships, and creating thriving nonprofits. This episode is brought to you by MSP Cultivate. New challenges arrive on your desk every day. New trends in communications are popping up faster than you can follow them, and technology affects everything you do. Our friends at MSP Cultivate help you find the right strategy and execution to help you accomplish your most fundamental goal, engaging and connecting with your donors. To learn more, visit mspcultivate.com. From We Are For Good Studios, this is Fundraising is Funny. I'm Lynn Wester. And I'm Clay Buck. Every week, you can join us to share laughs and shocking case studies as we unpack the most ridiculous situations that happen within our sector. Because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves in order to learn. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. <laughs> this is the podcast, and we're your people. We've got you, friends. We've got snacks, too. Because here's the thing. We believe in the power of generosity to change the world. And something tells us you do, too. At the root of each of these stories is a serious ethical question, a system or a structure or a person that allowed it to happen, or an outdated practice that is just ready for disruption. Now, don't worry. All the names here have been changed to protect the innocent. But the stories we share are 100% real life in the world of nonprofit fundraising. Because, come on. Fundraising is funny. Okay, let's go. Hi, Clay. Hi. I don't. That was such a. I don't know. Such a. I just had some root beer. <laughs> and then I don't drink caffeine. So for those of you who know me, once I have a root beer, look out! <laughs> I am so excited to be here with you today because I'm always excited to be with you. Have I got a story oh dear. for you? Oh, good. You know, fundraising is funny, fundraising right? Fundraising is hilarious. Until it happens to you. <laughs> yes. And then, the, it's so funny. So, oh, what happened? Well, let's talk events. I need to go. No, no, no. It's like when you're at a board meeting and your board member's like, let's have a golf tournament. And you're like, no. Do you remember that I told you that my first job in fundraising was as a grant writer? Yes. Did I also tell you it was a split job between writing grants and doing special events? I, that sounds like. How um, do those two things go A together? recipe for mental health resources, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I mean, I learned a lot, but. Did oof. you cry a lot? I did. Yeah. I did. That's. I did. I've done many events. And, yes. um. In my career, so I want to tell you this story, and this is okay. like true confessions, you know, oh, like um, I've told this story, I think, five or six times, okay. public, privately, and then at a bar many times. Okay. Because, you know, that's kind of this podcast, we're at a bar, you're a fundraiser. Yeah. You know, you can have root beer, you don't have to be drinking to be at well, a bar. We're, we're at a social gathering. Eating wangs. Whether it's a- Snacks. Exactly. Right. We're right. In, we're in a social space yes, and we're telling like our best fundraising stories because yes. that happens, right? Like you guys are not going to believe this. So. Right. And nobody understands that like other fundraisers oh my do. God. 
Well, this one's for the event professionals and oh, fundraisers God and all of us. You know, events, things that you get paid to go to, but you'd rather not. They're very special. They, why do we call them special? Why do events? we call them special? Like, are events? there ordinary events? Add that to the jargons and tomfoolery. Yeah, it's been there. Yeah, we're gonna have that episode. That's yeah. called jargons, consultants, and other tomfoolery. Ooh, I like. Can't that. wait for you guys to hear that. Like, like that, that, that podcast. Special, special events, as opposed to unspecial events. Ordinary, major gifts. As oh, minor can gifts. we start yes. operationalizing in the sector mundane events? Yes. Kind of meh events. Melancholy, if you will. <laughs> like, kind of like, well, there's Not cheese. Not so special. There's cheese. There's cheese. It, we hope it doesn't sweat. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of sweaty cheese, yeah. <laughs> I have this event, yes. and it, I didn't have it. Of course, the institution that I was working for did. Uh-huh. And it was to open the president's home. They had The donors had stepped up, and there was no home on campus for the president at the time, and so they okay. built... Of course. Of course. Amazing mansion. Of course. And half of it was entertaining space, and the uh-huh. other half was refrigerators, I felt like. like <laughs> there were so many mm. beautiful refrigerators in yeah. that home. Um, and we opened the home on a, on a beautiful day, and we invited all the top donors, of course. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite donors came to the event, and mm-hmm. um, she came to every event. I mean, she came to the opening of a barn door if you'd have one, because... She loved free food. I mean, Uh now she was a wonderful woman. Her name was Betty Uh and very generous. Uh I've met Betty many times in many different cities. Now, Betty had this. love her. So two passions, Uh red lipstick, red nails, charity, Uh three passions, and chocolate cake. I like Betty. Betty's a kick-ass woman. Yeah. Right? She gave money away. She ate chocolate cake. And she had red fingernails and lipstick. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know Betty. So Betty um, lived at the local um, assisted living uh, place. Okay. And they, they always came over to our events because. Yeah, sure. Right. So Betty came to the president, the opening of the president's home. And I had to come up with or a gift for everyone who came through the doors. Uh-huh. I don't know why we give stuff away at events because we've already fed you and drank you. Uh-huh. But there's this weird, stupid culture of also giving things away. Well, let's, you know. I'm really opposed to it. Uh, However, yeah. that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. So I decided that since we were opening a home mm-hmm. and one of the things you want in a home is for it to smell good, mm-hmm. I went and had a local person custom mm-hmm. make potpourri. Okay. And we were in Florida, so it had like orange rinds uh-huh. and cinnamon sticks and palm bark. And I love it when you say Florida and your southern accent slips out. All right, I'll work on that. No, don't. It's beautiful. I'm from South Carolina. So, uh, and Georgia. And, all right. Well, long yeah. story. Yeah. Anyway, so I had this beautiful potpourri made, mm-hmm. scents of orange blossom, beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had a clear cello bag wrapped with a beautiful bow, and everybody who came was going to leave with potpourri from their home. So their home would smell like the president's home. I love that. Actually, that's, I mean, if you're going to give something away, that's a really lovely thing. Right. It's consumable in terms of, um, you know, like it'll go into your home. And I got sold the idea because at Ritz-Carlton's, each Ritz-Carlton in the world has a signature scent. And you can buy a candle in that Ritz-Carlton of their signature scent and burn it in your home. Not burn your home, but 
well, if you want to live in the Ritz-Carlton, it's a good way, but burn it in your home and then your home will smell like Ritz-Carlton and you'll think you're faint. I mean, I'm just happy when my home smells close to like a double tree for the cookies, but <laughs> okay, I'll take your word on the Ritz. I'm, I'm the fancy girl sometimes. Yeah, I, no. So, and so I mean, I Hilton thought, Garden Inns, trust me, do not have their own signature. Well, it's, some of them do. Motel the 6 has a signature scent, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Leave that light on. Leave that light on. Woo, doggy. <laughs> so I have the potpourri. I have it all prepackaged. I had some left over. Uh-huh. So I went to the caterer and said, hey, can you give me one of those silver bowls you have? No. And I put it in the silver bowl and put it out and around the home so that it would make the home smell good, of course. So fast forward 45 minutes into the event, I look over and see my vice president, you know, big boss, meaning mm-hmm. boss, 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 boss. And she is pale gray. Now, the normal look of the woman is not pale gray. She's a Uh beautiful Southern Belle, uh, Steel Magnolia, you know, the best vice president I ever had. She made fundraising amazing, blah, blah, blah. I love the woman. She's pale gray and she's staring, concerned. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, God. So I follow her gaze Uh and I see Betty and I'm thrilled Uh standing at one of my potpourri troughs. Troughs? No. Yes. No. Yes. Tell me she didn't. She did. She had grabbed the potpourri. No. Like I grab Muddy Buddies, you know, Muddy Buddies, Puppy Chow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was popping it back. No. Like it was movie theater popcorn and she was watching Tom Cruise in, you know, Mission Impossible. So there is Betty knocking back potpourri. Like it is honey roasted peanuts. Was this the kind of potpourri that had like the little dried le- flower leaves and stuff like that? I it? had it custom made. <laughs> it had orange rind in it. That was the mistake. Well, I mean, I can see orange rind, but like, how do you look at a bowl full of like you dried know what? rose petals? Okay. So Betty is crunch munching. My vice president is dying. And I'm like, well, I'm fired. Because <sighs> the big donor's eating potpourri at my event. Mm-hmm. This could end my career. I'm, you know, a year removed from working at Disney World. Mm. They're going to send me back to the rat. I mean, working at Disney World is not a bad thing. No, but they're going to send me back to the rat. (laughs) Do you know how hot it is at Disney World? Mm -hmm. Outside? Mm -hmm. They're going to make me work outside again. Mm -hmm. So Betty is there crunching munching. Mm -hmm. I immediately take action. Mm -hmm. I didn't run away. (laughs) That was the immediate reaction I wanted. I walk over to Betty and I'm like, well, hello. Isn't it wonderful to see you? She's whacking away. Betty, do you know what? No, tell me. I have chocolate cake. Um. I knew how much Betty loved our caterer's chocolate cake. And I thought, I've got to get this woman away from this bowl of potpourri. So I distract her and I say, come with me. There's chocolate cake. Well, the dessert hasn't been put out yet. No, but Betty, I'm going to sneak you a piece before anyone else. You got to know the way to your donor's heart. Well, yeah. So I immediately drag Betty, not not cordially, not nicely, but basically I've got the firm grip on her arm that your mom had at the supermarket when you did uh-huh. something bad. Yep. I know that grip. Yep. And I'm like, come with me, Betty. But I really didn't. But I was like, please, come, come with me, Betty. So Betty and I go and I get her the biggest slice of chocolate cake I can find. Mm-hmm. And she's thrilled. But that's not the end of the story. Oh, gosh. So we're going to grab a snack, maybe some chocolate cake. I, well, you put me in the mind of chocolate cake now. So. Right. And a glass of milk, maybe, instead of a gin well, and tonic. Yeah, I don't drink milk, but yeah. Oh, well, I love a milk. So we'll be back, and I'll finish the story, and we'll talk about what it means for fundraising. 
Mm. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Clay. Guess what time it is? Uh, snack time? It's, you know, it's always snack time. It's recognition time, and it's time for us to share some recognition for our good, good friends at Bloomerang. That's Bloomerang, not Boomerang, because ow. <laughs> we love these folks, and they love us, and it's just a mutual love society, and Bloomerang offers donor management and online fundraising software uh, that really helps small to medium nonprofits like First Tee of Greater Akron, which is um, a, an amazing nonprofit that empowers kids and teens through the game of golf. Speaking of golf, their executive director, Josh, talks about how much he loves Bloomerang and how it saves them time and has really helped them change the way they fundraise. So to listen to the full interview with First Tee of Greater Akron, visit bloomerang.com forward slash funny, or you can just click the link in the show notes and help us join the Mutual Admiration Society for the platform that is Bloomerang. Hey, Clay, how was that chocolate cake? I did not have chocolate did cake. Did you have potpourri? Lynn. No. <laughs> Chex mix? No. No, oh. no, no. My body is a temple. I had something very healthy. and right. So Cheetos puffed Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. Yes. So uh, we're back and we're talking about uh, event disaster. I mean, events, funny things that happen at events. So I uh, catch you up. My donor, Betty, has just eaten potpourri by the two handfuls. And now I've distracted her with chocolate cake because I know my donor and I know she likes chocolate cake, so uh-huh. that's a good thing. So then I go on, Betty is going to die watch for the rest of the event. And everywhere Betty goes, I do. I'm like right behind her, waiting for her to just keel over. Because who eats potpourri and survives? Well, they, again, I go back to, you know, what was in the potpourri. But I don't know if they put like chemicals in right, it. Like, right, right. is there rat yep, stuff exactly. or like formaldehyde stuff. or like, how do you make it smell good? I don't know. And make it stay smelling good. Right. For a while. I need to find this out now. But people are Googling. Okay. Good. Right now. People are Googling the answer. Right. Like our audience is like, how do you make potpourri? How do you make potpourri? And then there's the this other product, potpourri, that- which we're not bringing no, we're up not this episode. Talk about that. Um, no, it, there's one of those things that you never really think about. But you've had something embarrassing happening at your events, I'm sure. And by the way, did I mention that when I brought Betty to the back to eat the chocolate cake, uh-huh. I went into military mode and started doing hand signals to the caterers uh-huh. like we were on some sort of mission. There was pointing, there was bowl, there was – because I want, didn't want anybody else to fall – for the prank that apparently I had put Betty through, which is, let's see how many people will eat potpourri. <laughs> now, I, I say this to you um, because the other day I was at one of those dumpling places, uh-huh. you know, like Din Tai Fun, you know, one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. And I had some bao buns. And the guy says, hey, just to let you know, there's paper on the bottom of each of these dumplings. <laughs> Don't eat it. Okay. And I said, do you have to tell that to every table? He goes, every time. And wow. I said... Is there a reason? He goes, people eat the paper. There's a sign because there was a problem. Right. This is always so, true. So all that to say um, is that Betty ate potpourri. And I learned a lot from that at about events. Number one, uh-huh. don't put out anything that's not edible. That isn't clearly. Clearly edible. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Like garnish. Don't. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, things are going to happen, right? And things it's happen just, all the time. Has, but what's the punchline here? What are we? What are we saying here? What's the? How do we? If well, fundraising is funny. Funny is funny. So there's a couple punchlines here. I mean, right. sometimes some of our episodes aren't necessarily learning lessons as much as they are. This is <laughs> this is too good not to share. But yeah. here's a couple of things I learned. Number one, getting to know your donors and their preferences is important. Yeah. I distracted her from the tree bark with the chocolate cake. Right? So that's good. Yeah. So knowing that she had a preference. Yeah. Number two, stay calm when things go bad. Yeah. If your vice president turns gray, there's probably a reason. So go check that out. But stay calm. You know, I've had a pot of shrimp roll down a hill. I've had all kinds of things happen during events. And wait, wait, wait. A pot of shrimp? It was a tailgate. It was a low country boil. And it slid off the burner and rolled down a hill. (laughs) I can't. I've had. I can't. I was mad about the shrimp being wasted. Well, yeah. I wanted to be like, oh, 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 running after it with a basket. But I also didn't want to get burned. I mean, (laughs) I've had so many golf cart accidents we can't. That's an episode unto itself. Lynn, golf cart driving. You know, the other thing that I'm thinking of, too, is, I mean, clearly you were in tune with your VP. Yes. So there was part of you that's, you know, running this event, and you've got your eye on. Well, her satisfaction is my mission. Well, no, sure, sure. But I think that I think the point there, too, is, right, every staff member that's there has, has a role, has yeah. an understanding, expectations are clear, and you're so in sync that you can look up and just know something's off. We can take care of this without yes. making a big fuss about it. Right. Rolling with the punches yeah. or rolling with the potpourri, as Roll, we say. We're Rolling with the potpourri. No, yep. we're getting t-shirts. I like a pun. We're getting t-shirts. Like a pun. We're going to get t-shirts that say rolling with the shrimp oil. <laughs> I'm going to have a t-shirt that says, keep your hands off my potpourri. (laughs) (laughs) Stop eating my potpourri. Um, And hashtag God bless. Hashtag live like Betty. Live like Like Betty. Betty. Yes. Because, and yeah, so keeping calm, knowing your vice president, knowing your leadership. I mean, there's other things, right? Maybe our donors aren't as wound up about the things as we are. I mean, potpourri is extreme. But here's what makes me laugh about all this, right? Have you ever been in a situation where, you know, they're like, oh, donors are coming. We have to be fancy. And, you know, we think these billionaires are all like stuffed up with caviar and foie gras and other things we can't pronounce. Fillet mignon and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uber duvers, as my dad calls hors d'oeuvres. Because he can't pronounce it or spell it. But um, here's the thing. Donors are just people. people. They're not just people. They're just people. And we are amazing. We are all in this together. Yes. The donor, us as the staff. I'm here to save a life. Our team, our teachers, all of that and the benefit. It is all an equal balance of all of us doing this important stuff And this is why I watch a lot of ER Uh and Grey's Anatomy too because I had a donor who ate potpourri and I was ready. Like, do I need a Heimlich? Do I need, like, you got to be prepared, folks. And I'd say that with tongue in cheek, but also. And now, now our entire listeners are Googling, what do I do if I accidentally eat potpourri? But also, are you prepared? You know, it's a modern world. Do you know how to use an AED? Are you CPR certified? Mm. Uh, 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 staying alive, staying alive. (laughs) And that is not just my bad singing. That is the beat of CPR, right? So, all this to say, fundraising is funny. Fundraising is funny. Do you know what I did that night after all that was over? Tell me. You went home and ate potpourri and right. ranch dip, didn't you? No. 
I did not dip my potpourri, but I took a chocolate cake, a whole one home. <laughs> and I ate it with a fork. Didn't even cut it in slices. Just, just ate it with a fork. Every once in a while. In honor of Betty. Every and, once uh, in a while, yeah. So Betty lasted 16 more years. Bless her. End of the story is I found out she passed away and she had a very generous plan gift. And when I found out she passed away, I went to the grocery store and got a slice of chocolate cake and ate it in her honor. Oh, that's lovely. Right? Yeah. Because she's a great woman. Well, here's to Betty. Here's to Betty. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you want to tell us your favorite donor event story, something that happened at your events that you can't believe, something where you're like, I survived that event and can't believe it, go to fundraisingisfunny.com and share with us. And if you've ever eaten potpourri, share with us. But yeah. we we have an advisory here from our attorneys that say, please do not eat please. potpourri. We cannot guarantee your survival. Yes, exactly. we do not endorse or promote Pro- eating, eating of, of potpourri. potpourri at events, special or otherwise. Or mundane. Mundane, yes. Thank okay. you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.